This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the May 13th slash 14th edition of the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to talk about a number of topics, playoffs. Finals, uh, conference finals, game seven, baby, game seven. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia. Um, and talk a little draft combine, a little bit of everything, really. With me to do so is Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's going on, man? We got to talk about the Rockets first. We yeah. haven't got to talk about that. Man, people were accusing James Harden of point shaving. How ridiculous was that? I can't, people need to I mean, chill. yeah, he was so bad, but you can't accuse yeah. him of point shaving. And like, oh, he quit on his team and... Yeah. Whatever, man. He can't. He's allowed to have a bad game. Actually, two bad games. He wasn't good in game five either. Yeah, multiple injuries. I mean, there was a concussion conspiracy too. You remember that hard yep. knock in game five? Yep. And his hip was hurt. Yeah. He had heat pads on both of his knees, man. I mean. And D'Antoni said he had a cold after the game. Yep. After game six. So. He said, "Yeah, he said he said that cold since like game two, I think." Yeah, I know. So he said he has a cold, two bad knees. No, but he's shaving points, and he quit on his team now. <laughs> <laughs> and like I saw some, um, I'm not gonna say what, but I turned on a show in the morning that I don't usually watch, and they were like, "Oh yeah, Harden's not even like a top ten player because he doesn't finish." Like, are you kidding me right that's, now? That's ridiculous. Yeah, or something like that. It's like, all right, man, it's one or two games. You're gonna totally judge a guy because he had a bad playoff series against the best coach of all time. Yeah, uh, it's it's just bad. <laughs> bad takes. Capella's a. Gonna be a stud next year. He looks really good. Oh yeah, it's only twenty two, man. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be. He's he wasn't yeah. supposed to be this good this fast. So now that he yeah. has a full season and to know what he can do, should be pretty cool. Um, yeah. Okay, so one thing I just want to talk about, I guess, kind of quick, is so Saturday we had an off day, no games today. So I dabbled into something new. Um, I took a look at WNBA, which I've never really watched, and not to sound mean, but. Um, Basically, like watching the magic. A layup line. It's like watching. No, it's like watching the Orlando Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was weird. And like honestly, one highlight or low light was this Seattle Storm. They were catching up. Like it was almost garbage time, but they were making a run. And their best player was out, or one of their best players, Brianna Stewart, is basically telling the coach to put in the best healthy player. Because they caught up. He's like, oh, okay. And he like put her in. So like, your players are telling coaches when to put people in. Like, could you imagine if that happened in the NBA? It wouldn't. Yeah. And like, by the way, it's it's so funny. Uh, Evan Silva for NFL. Uh, the the, the beast. He does so much stuff for NFL. Um, he, he's into it. I've been like chatting with him a little bit. He's like, yeah, Isabel Harrison. That's his, that's his girl. And she balled out. <laughs> She's pretty good, actually. So and yeah, DFS now for that, yeah. Right? That's that's what brought this all on. Wow! And there's a, a, a five people in Fanduel doing a thousand dollar tournament, <laughs> uh, winner take all for five G's. So that's freaking amazing. Uh, What's, who's the most expensive player in that? I'm just curious. It's it's got to be this late girl named Tina Charles. 
Yeah. She um, was second in... I've I, I just spent in the past like half a day looking at stats. She was second in usage rate last year. One of the better rebounders. She's like a stat machine. And she had a good game today. She's leading the uh, WNBA usage rate, baby. Nice. Tina Charles, so, man. So are you going to write the WNBA draft guide? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> no, I'm into it. Actually, if, if you're into it and you want to try it out, um, hop on my Twitter. I put together a list of news sources. It's really hard. I don't know if WNBA is going to last, cause just because it's so hard to get the information and yeah. teams don't really realize how to handle it. I mean, most of these people running these sites don't really know the deal um, right. about how DFS players want the information. So it's going to be tough to, like I saw like star players, I, I didn't really get into it and I saw all of a sudden that people were out and stuff. I didn't play, I was just kind of feeling it out and putting together like right. little depth charts and stuff, man, I need a little pet project out here. So um, it was funny though, but I mean, I enjoyed it and it was cool. So and Evans, yeah. uh, Evans, Evans' girl did really well. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they had a curry. A curry went off, but I E not Y. So, oh okay. Yeah, but a not lot. Not Aisha. What's up? Not Aisha. No, no, no. Steph wife. <laughs> no, Monica. I think her name is, or Monique, or something. Yeah. Uh, Monica Curry. So yeah, she's pretty good. But yeah, so we're good. Uh, I know, and Maya Mortal, I, I, she's really good. She's she looks like uh, Kevin Durant of WNBA. Okay, that's enough WNBA talk. Yeah, that's the only girl I know. <laughs> yeah, there's a few Tarasi and Sue Bird and all those guys. Yeah, but it's cool. The, w, the WNBA site has a lot of cool stuff. They don't have like lineups and everything like that yet, but they're they're coming along. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk game one first on Sunday, Mother's Day. Um, plan accordingly. If you have, if, ideally, if you live on the West Coast, you can get away with dinner. East Coast, you probably want to do a brunch uh, if you can. But obviously, Mom gets to say whatever she wants. But if you can kind of sneakily do it, however you like, that'd be cool. But make sure you get her something really nice. Um, so, what are your impressions on this series? Obviously, Golden State is just killing every which way. The season series basically is irrelevant. They played in the opener. So much has changed since then. Even KD said today that it felt like years ago since they played. KD didn't play in the other two games. They had that Saturday night rest fest. Um, so, I mean, the season stats are pretty much useless. So, I mean, what, do you, what are your, I guess, initial thoughts on how the series may go or anything like that? Um, do you agree this is going to be a seven-game series? Absolutely not. No, I Absolutely think it is. Not. Actually, for my prediction, it's on RotorWorld.com. I predicted the sweep, dude. Wow, four oh wow. Golden State is killing it, and they're not even that strong offensively. They're just killing it with their defense. Clay's been bad. Clay's his uh, catch and shoots are way down. And Clay's had one good game in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> really? even mostly. He's had like one okay game, but his but then his defense has been great. So I I mean. I know the Spurs are the Spurs, and I mean, we thought they were going to beat the Rockets anyways, and they didn't really, up until that last game when they just got demoralized, the Rockets. That right. series went pretty close, and they played the Grizzlies. I had, I had the Spurs sweeping the Grizzlies, and they gave them a good series as well, so I don't, and actually, the, um, a stat in my column, the top two Spurs lineups are negative in net rating, uh, so to get through two rounds, it, I just, I'm not really convinced. Kawhi being dang, banged up doesn't really help, although he's going to play. I mean, it's just this this Warriors team, man. It's, it, they're just too too good. I don't I don't see how they lose more than a game. 
I still think it's gonna be Game Seven. I don't know. I, I'm just. It's Popovich. Yeah, I know. Pops, Pops the man. We'll talk about what combinations they can do. Let's start with that first. So, really, like I, like I was saying, there's no sample we can go off of. The death lineup played against the, those guys in, for nine minutes, seven minutes against Kawhi. The Spurs actually handled it pretty well. But, again, this is the first game of the year. So, they weren't playing, used to playing with each other, blah, 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 blah. So, they're going to use that lineup a lot. So, if you're Popovich, uh, obviously, you're putting Kawhi. I'm assuming you're going to put Aldridge out there. You're going to put Danny Green out there. So, you can't really play Paul Gasol. Because he didn't do nothing against right? the season. And actually, that lineup didn't do well against the Rockets. So, what would you... I guess you're going to play Patty Mills or DeJounte. So, what would be your fourth guy to go up against the death lineup? Probably Simmons. Yeah, I agree. I think Simmons has earned it, too. I agree. I would play Patty Mills, Danny Green, Simmons, Kawhi. And yep. I think I'd start Aldridge in center. Yeah. Would you start that? I wouldn't start that out of the gate. I'd probably try to start big. <clears throat> And, I mean, you, know, you, can, you can make an argument to bring Simmons off the bench as a six-man, start Deadman, and put Aldridge to the floor. I wanted to bring that up. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge was interviewed today, and he didn't mention Deadman. He did mention David Lee. Yeah, so I get which the, I think is dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's being Pop's, uh, Pop's boy, giving out false information or something. But right. I don't know, man. I don't. They said Deadman it was because of the series that they didn't play him, so we know Pop could switch. They're going to need the rim protection against the Warriors. So I wouldn't see I wouldn't I don't I think they can what I what I would do is I would put Gasol out there for really as much as you can again when Zaza's out there try to have Gasol out there and just let him eat minutes and try to take care of Zaza uh, in that time and then go smaller really the rest of the way right so you're probably looking at 18 24 minutes for Gasol yeah I think so if I mean I don't I don't think they're gonna run that lineup out there a lot I mean that lineup struggled against. The Rockets actually got killed in one game. Um, and I think overall they were minus 13.3 in that series. Let me check that real fast. They were... Yeah, most of their three-man combos were pretty bad. Actually, the Kawhi... The, the Mark, even with Kawhi in the lineup and the Marcus and Gasol, they were minus 10 net rating. That's not good. Um, and that's factoring in that huge blowout yeah, first game of the season. Yeah. So, they're... And they were they got killed in game four. That's the one where they got blown out as well. Mm-hmm. But it, that lineup didn't look good against the Rockets. And with the way that great Draymond Green's shooting the ball really well and all that, you just think they have to go smaller. Um, right. So I guess we like Simmons. I think for DFS, I think Simmons is kind of a no-brainer. Um, I mean, he's we've seen he could defend. He's going to have to defend Clay. May have to go on Durant a little bit. Um, they may probably put him on Curry too. Just a number of things they're going to have to do with that guy. So. I think I'd put him on Durant and just let Leonard chill a little bit because yeah. you need Leonard to carry the offense. Yeah, exactly. And then maybe put Leonard on Durant in the fourth quarter or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Kawhi, they kind of took it easy on him in the Grizzlies series. But then he wasn't... He was ridiculously good in the Grizzlies series in the fourth quarter. Oh, my God. He was the best player <laughs> in the playoffs in that yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, they're still going to... Okay, so what about Kawhi? Let's talk about him. Uh, he's his handling of the ball has gone way up. He went from th- three point four minutes per game in the regular season to uh, five point three, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a two minute increase. Ooh. Yeah, um, and that's an, I'm sorry, that's the last three four games since Parker went down. So that's, right. that explains that. So he's going to handle the ball a lot. He's in a good position. He's going to get minutes if he's healthy. Would you use him right out of the gate? I would. He's I think yeah. he's the second best play in the slate. Eleven four. Yeah. Hurt. He's coming off an injury. 
He was cheaper than John Wall, uh, Dago, and they, then they bumped him up just for the series, but I, I'd still pay for it. I can't do it. I'd rather just play Durant, man. Oh, they can't really use Aldridge that much in this series. They yeah. can't really use Gasol, so well, it's going to be all Kawhi. They did say um, Manu really talked up Aldridge. He's like, he needs to needs to feast. We're going to really go through him a lot. Um, yeah, so it sounds like Aldridge is going to be pretty busy. Obviously, he may not play well. He's going to play against Draymond a lot, so that's not good. Yeah, he's only had like a few good games in the playoffs. I mean, yeah. if I'm the Spurs, I'm, really, I'm seriously considering moving on next season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that Aldridge is fine. Even Draymond, probably just spend on those two if you don't want to. Because power forward is kind of a mess unless you want to play Markeith. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have Aldridge in my lineup. Yeah. Just because power forward, I think, is the weakest position. Yeah, so I like them both. And like I said, it sounds like they're going to play him. He's coming off a good game. They're like, yeah, we're not expecting him to be that good. What, 34 points in the closeout? We'll get, now it's without Kawhi. gets like a good five or six usage rate bump. The problem is Draymond Green might be all over him, right? Yeah, exactly. Draymond Green's yeah. definitely going to be on him. It's assuming they start, I'm assuming they start big. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, you have to. Because Gasol isn't really posting up. He's been spacing a lot now. Yeah. So, Patty Mills and DeJounte, um, what do we... First off, where do, you, where do you hide Patty Mills on defense? You put him on Clay? Mm, I don't I mean, he's all right. It's not like Clay blows by people. He's really... I'm sorry, Curry just sort of floats around. I think Mills is okay. I, I think I'd still put Mills on, on Curry. But, I mean, well, yeah, if, if Clay's off again, sure. But you can, yeah. you can do... I mean, or or Reneke comes in. <laughs> or who? Or an Iguodala comes in. Yeah, Iguodala, yeah. Hmm. Um, so do you think DeJounte Murray gets minutes? We did see that combination. Before the final game, they only played Mills and Murray together for three minutes total in the playoffs. But in the last game, they used it a little bit. Uh, let me see what that, how much it was. I think it was like eight or nine minutes. Uh, and obviously, DeJounte, uh, as great as our boy Juice was, Jonathan Simmons, I thought DeJounte Murray stole the show, man. Um, yeah, he almost had a triple double. Yeah, he it was six minutes in the last game. <laughs> yeah, and oh Jesus, would well, you want to <laughs> guess what the net rating was? And in, in those, it's ugly, ugly good. Well, I don't even want to know. One fifty four point two net. Dear God. <laughs> well, yeah, one one seventy seven <laughs> offensive, twenty three <laughs> defensive. So yeah, they, <laughs> that's one of those runs where they just wrapped it up. I think that's yeah, that's actually not even top on the team. <laughs> David Lee, David Lee and Dejounte Murray, one, one okay. fi- yeah, six minutes, one fifty nine for a two man combo. Um, I mean, if if Murray plays in the series, honestly, I think it's only like 12, 15 minutes. Yeah, I think he's got to play though, man. Like, I mean, I would play him for sure. Yeah, I, I just and, don't know if Pop trust him against well, the Warriors. Well, well, Pop was asked how he how he thought the game went, and first player we talked about was Dejounte, and honestly, man, I. I saw the 24-point game against Cleveland, and that was great. But I was seriously more impressed with Game 6, man. He was just with it. I mean, the yeah. rebounding was great. He had a couple really nice passes. And just you could just see he's seeing the game much clearer. So I think he's going to play. I think that it'll probably be like maybe only two or three minutes next to Mills with Kawhi back. But I could see it being like 35-15, so a couple minute overlap. 35 Mills. Yeah. The only thing that makes me nervous is you said Lee might play, and it'd be hard to fit Lee, Devin, and all those guys in the play. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. Too. I don't think they could play Lee and Deadman. 
Right. I think they would play one or the other. You really don't want to play four bigs because that means you're going to play a lot of two big lineups and you'll get smoked. And Warriors are only playing one if you don't count Draymond. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you match up with as much as you try to dictate, and I'm a big fan of dictating what your opponent does. Really, don't have that luxury against this team, man. Um, what else? I think we covered most of the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Warriors. Kevin Durant looks amazing. Uh, his isolation game's back. He's getting the ball more. He's just playing lights out. He's clearly healthy. Uh, like I said, I think dollar to dollar, I'd rather play him over Kawhi. If Kawhi was healthy, that I'd be singing a different tune. But mm-hmm. coming off an injury, and even though they may have been cautious, and I think they were, um, they still got to be a little bit worrisome about that. Um, well, I'm trying to save money as much as I can, and I'm, I'm having a hard time fitting Kawhi and Wall in a lineup just because there's like maybe one or two punt on this whole slate. So yeah. I guess maybe saving the – how much would it be? Like $1,500 for Durant, I guess makes sense. Yeah, I think so. And I think Kawhi is going to – Kawhi has to have – I said in my column that if Kawhi is going to need to have like two 40-point games to make this a series, yeah. they just – like as good as the Spurs are and as great – it's the Warriors are like, okay, they make a lot of threes. They don't just make a lot of threes. This team has a complete offense every which way. And we saw that against the Jazz with Durant going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I, just, I just don't know how any – honestly, I, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors go 16-0, man. Like I don't know, I I I just love what they did to the Jazz. They just totally. I mean, this is a tougher series than it's going to be against Cleveland. I think. I think. Uh, I mean, LeBron's LeBron. So I know, but still. Uh, and Kyrie, and the, I think obviously they have more firepower. I mean, if you keep Kawhi in check, you win. Right. Like unless yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's I a, mean, it, winning in San Antonio is probably the hardest thing to do. So. Yeah. If Ka- if Kawhi doesn't score 25 points per 20, I didn't even say 30 points per game in this series, it's over in 5 or less. You could even say 35. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, okay, so Clay Thompson's been kind of bad. Usage rates down his his efficiency's way down on catch and shoots. So, I mean, I don't know if I can trust him in DFS, but he needs to really um, play. He's still expensive though. 7 I can't. Yeah, you're still, you're still paying, like for his price before Durant arrived, basically. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't talk three? about. We didn't talk about Manu Ginobili and Danny Green. Dude, oh, Danny yeah, Green too. was a hero, and especially in Game Five. Hit two. Yeah, last seven points in the game for Spurs. Yeah, Danny, dude, good Danny Green, man. That's what's that? Three good games in a row. Three great games. It's a miracle, man. Man, so. $4,000, I guess you can punt shooting guard now. Yeah, yeah. I trust Danny Green. I trust him to get 32 minutes. Especially he, in this series. Yeah, he's one of the best transition defenders, and they're going to have to keep them from stopping transition threes and layups and all that stuff. So, yeah, you yeah. think he plays hard, heavy minutes in this series. Right. So he looks pretty. I think he's a better buy than Manu at three. I don't know if I trust Manu all the way. Yeah, the problem with Manu is that if that Jante plays, that hurts right. Manu. Yep, exactly. That's what I was going to say. So yeah, because that takes away the backup point guard minutes. So yep. that's what that's how we get. That's when he got all the minutes in Game Five. Yeah, uh, Dejounte didn't even play. So so Dejounte is two six. I'm I'm kind of down with that. But it, I well, don't you mentioned the guys that's better on the Golden State side yep. for cheaper. Yep, Sean Livingston's one. Second. Yeah, Sean yeah. Livingston. So yeah, if you want to punt and you need to save, that's really all you got. I mean, he's better. I think he's just dollar for dollar like better than Jennings or 
Uh, I guess Rozier too, just because he's so cheap. <laughs> the thing about Livingston is you know he's locked for like 16, 18 minutes. Yeah. So what about Cur- the series? So Curry's going to be good. He's shooting the ball really well. He has a 70 true shooting percentage next to Durant in the playoffs. He's just smashing efficiency-wise. He's only had a couple big games. One was without Durant. So do you see a couple Steph blow-up games or anything like that coming? Uh, maybe against Cleveland. Yeah. Uh not really feeling it in this round. I mean, no. it's hard to not. It's hard to fade John Wall in a game seven. Yeah, exactly. Or Isaiah, for that matter. Yeah, I think I game think seven that, is basically an entire fourth quarter for him. Yeah, and so I think I think that that and you probably disagree with me. I think that that game is going to be a lot closer than this one. Um, I don't know, man. As I bad as saying that, but the Washington Boston games have all been blowouts. Yeah, like, especially Wizards. The, the Wizards are one. so bad. They're like minus twelve net rating on the road in the playoffs. Right. Um. Yeah. So I, I think I think it's gonna be really close in Boston. I hope so, man. We need a good game seven. Yeah. So Draymond, eight. I love Draymond. He's gonna play huge minutes. Eight eight. I think he's better than Aldrich. I think he's probably one of the strongest plays of the day. Absolutely, we'll see a ton of Draymond at center in this series. Yep. yep. And that definitely helps. <laughs> and then anybody at center, Zaza, Pau Gasol at 6-1, anybody there? Nothing. And then what about, I like Iguodala. Iguodala's going to have a big series. He's playing well. He's getting a lot of transition buckets. You think he would, he'll probably be on Kawhi a pretty good amount. So, um, I mean, Mike Brown yeah, likes him a lot. So, should be good. you gotta love, you got to love playoff Iggy, but the problem is, is that you want to pay up for either Leonard or Durant, and you have to fade Simmons to use Iguodala. Yeah. So. I think, He's basically my third option. <laughs> I mean, Iguodala compared to Simmons price-wise, like it's five, it's fifty-two to forty-two. I think Iguodala's maybe a better buy, man. Unless they start Sim, if Simmons starts, then that would sway me. Right, if Simmons starts, he's getting thirty minutes. Yeah, but if not, I still think they and like Aldrich did kind of hint that they were going to go a couple big lineups mixed in there, so it's got to be careful. They're gonna. Yeah. I think it's. I think that they know they're going to get beat this game, man. They're just going to feel things out. And I, I kind of feel like Golden State's going to smash. I think, they're going to, I think they may win by 20 tomorrow, man. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It depends on yeah. how Kawhi's feeling. Yeah, exactly. There's so many question marks on that side. I mean, I'd be worried if Kawhi's out of practice today, but he was a full go. So. Yeah. Well, practice is practice, though. Right. Come on, Allen Iverson. Yeah. Talking about practice. <laughs> All right, so let's get to Game 7, baby. Zaza. We'll go from talking about Zaza at center to Zaza's all-time quote. Man, John Wall, 3.5 seconds left, pulls up in Avery Bradley's eye hole. Um, Avery Bradley didn't see the three coming, I don't think. He saw him pull up, and he was three steps away. He couldn't close out. No, couldn't blame him. There was still five seconds left when he did that. Yeah, yep. So he saw it, and he took it. Uh, I didn't see that coming. It was like, oh, John Wall pulling up for three. And he buried it, man. And that was a close five-second violation. They were clearly running that play to Beal. Right. But Beal couldn't get free. I saw uh, a stat that John Wall was like 23% in those shots this season. Pull up, pull up three Pull pointers. threes, yeah. And uh, he's 0 of 6 with under 10 seconds left on potential go-ahead shots. That was his first game winner with under 10. Oh, kind of like Paul George. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so... What are we thinking here? Um, okay, so let me talk what I saw. I, I thought that Boston had spotted something. And it had to do a lot with Isaiah Thomas, with how they were trapping him and kind of getting him into the lane and collapsing on him. They, especially the third quarter, they were cutting them up, man. 
backdoor cuts, all sorts of cuts for Avery Bradley. Crowder, Crowder had a real nice couple cuts on to Bradley. Um, Horford as well. They were just cutting, and then tra- that transition period when they kind of ran away with it, looked like they had it in the bag, but couldn't pull away far enough. So I think that they're going to push the pace again, and we'll see if the Wizards are ready because the Wizards weren't getting back after their misses. So we'll see if Brooks could coach them up. Um, yeah, how many leak outs did we see? Yeah, <laughs> that was huge. And I think, I think Avery Bradley, but yeah, yep, yeah. I think Isaiah hit him like three times. It was like three times in like a four-minute stretch. Yeah. Um, so, did you see anything else, like X's and O's wise? Um, not really. I mean, if there's any adjustments to make in Game Seven, what do you do on each side? I don't really think there's much to make. Uh, I thought that the teams, like, scheme-wise, were fine. It's just missed shots. Uh, like what? Yeah, Brad- the whole first half was missed shots. Yeah, Bradley Beal was 0-7 from three before he hit that big three with 28 seconds left, whatever it was, or a minute. I'm sorry, a minute away. I think it was. And Wall was one of 12 to start. Um, Isaiah missed a bunch of threes. I think the um, Celtics had a 29 true shooting in the first quarter or something. It was ugly. So I thought that they played well. Just, and they had open looks most of the game. So I don't really expect much change, man. Um, I mean, there's really no reason for the Celtics to change what they did, I don't think. I mean, the problem with Boston is they started slow. It feels like every game yeah. in this series. like. But I don't think maybe, it's go, maybe go offense first quarter? Like... I hate to say Gerald Green, but do something. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't really think that, that, that... I mean, yeah, Amir is bad, I guess. But actually, no, Amir, Amir had some good defense. I'm fine. If I'm if I'm Stevens, I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really... I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, maybe play Rozier a little bit more. I don't think they need... Rozier's played pretty well in this series. Yeah, I was going to say Rozier. Yeah. Maybe a little spark plug and start the game. That'd yeah. be kind of fun. And Olenek got killed. Olenek getting killed late was costly. I thought they left him in too late. Right. I mean, the thing about put, putting Rozier in the starting lineup is you don't have to worry about him having to guard like a Bogdanovich or something yeah. like that or an Uber. Yeah. So you could stagger so. him in there. But, I mean, they played their guys like they wanted that game, man. I mean, 37 yeah. for Crowder, 37 for Horford, 39 for IT, 42 for Bradley. Huh. Yeah, it'll probably, it'll probably be 40 all around for the top yeah. four guys in Boston. Yeah, I think so. Game seven at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, Jere- would you start Jarebko over Amir? I um, I'd start him over Amir, but I wouldn't start him. Like, feels yeah. up to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd probably go small and just go Crowder at four. Yeah. Man, not even start smart. We've always wanted to start smart. I thought start smart played okay. Yeah. Just can't hit anything offensively. <laughs> can't shoot for anything, but... uh, and then, I mean, the Sel- I'm sorry, the Wizards kind of had their bed made for them. Uh, as far as their rotation, like play your starters as much as you can, and then fill in the gaps with Bogey, Ubre, Mahimi behind Gortat, and they went super small for a couple minutes. Um, yeah. Or even had Jason Smith mixed in there. Jason Smith actually played all right too. Yeah, but, I don't think we, we might have seen Mahimi in, the, in this game seven. He was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a nice block. I thought he's fine. I think he'll see that fifteen minutes again. Like so, DFS prices wise, anybody that you see, like Avery Bradley, is he? So you ready to play him again after the strong Man, game? finally. After he's had two really good games in a row after not showing up in this series. So yeah. He's only 6,000, man. That's a, I feel yeah. like that's, he's probably the top shooting guard play. Yeah, I think so. I just Bradley it up. Yeah. Bradley squared. Um, I mean, you're not going to play Clay. Um, I, mean, I mean, I'm okay. I mean, if you can if you can spend a shooting guard, I'm, I think Beal is also an option. I mean, yeah. If Beal hits his shots, man, he's going he's gonna to crush his value because he's like – 
his drive game is like off the charts now. He's like hitting all these contested layups in the playoffs out of nowhere. Like he's so good. Yeah, I love that guy. I mean, he we were waiting for him to stay healthy, and he did. And he's he's a baller, man. He better make the All Star team next year. Right, breakout season. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Markeith, anybody in there? He's still pretty cheap. Man, I, I kind of like Markeith, man. 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. I mean, there's, no, there's no good cheap power forward options. I mean, why not? Yeah. He's, he's played pretty good in this series, too. Yeah, I think Draymond... And, and, he, and actually, Scott Brooks talked him up after the game, too. He right. I mean, saying, he's played good at home, I should say. He's played pretty bad in the Yeah, room. and he had that big corner three. That they, right. If he didn't make that three, we're not talking about this game. We're talking about the Cavs right now. Yeah. So, uh, quickly, I don't think you won't be around for game one of the Cavs. I don't think. Let's, let's. I'm probably, yeah, I'll probably do it with Ryan. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyways, um, do you think the Cavs are going to smash or what? Who the winner um, of this series? I, if, it's, if it's against Boston, I think it's a sweep. If it's against the Wizards, it's, it'll probably be a six-game series. Really? Sweet. Yeah, I think Wizards matched up with Cavaliers so good, man. I think back to that. I think it was double overtime or something like that. Yeah. The regular season, I'm thinking back to that game, man. John Wall's a tough cover for them. I'm still not sold on the. I'm yeah. I'm they're gonna win the series, but I don't get. They weren't that good, and honestly, I I wrote a column. I remember like when the Nets were hot. I was saying the Nets are playing better than the Pacers, it, like right around April when the Nets rattled off three wins in a row and they were playing really good basketball. Um, just was crazy to me that I, yeah. I don't. I don't. They never. They haven't really been. They've been getting it done late. But it's more, I think, on the other the other side, where the Pacers are missing shots, the Raptors are missing shots, Kyle Lowry getting hurt. Like, Lowry's the best player in the Raptors, and yeah, they smashed him, but I don't, I just don't see it, man. And they've been getting it done in the second unit, and the Raptors, their second unit played terribly. The Pacers don't have a second unit really, <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't, I don't see, I don't get all the Cavs love sweep talk. Um, okay, so anything else? Not for me. Yeah, so I guess run this down real fast. Um, Wall is Mr. Chalk. We like, I mean, IT's cool. Going down to Livingston works. We kind of, I mean, Curry's all right. Um, would, I don't think they would. They could start DeJounte, actually, and bring Mills off the bench. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, honestly, though, I'm, I'm kind of liking the Wall-Livingston combo. I mean, you yeah. can save so much money. But what if, what if DeJounte starts? I'm okay with playing DeJounte, too. Yeah. I think... I'd probably say there's about a 25% chance he starts, man. I mean, the problem is when DeJounte started this season, he didn't really play much. Like, you're talking 18, 20 minutes. Right, starts. right. But, no, but, I mean, he's going to... If he starts, he's... I mean, he's going to get you, you know, 12, 13 minutes, I think. Yeah. I mean, Mills will still get the line share, no question. I think Lemus is just safer at a cheaper right, right. price. But if DeJounte is starting, though, I'm, I'd play... The, I'd spend an extra 1-1, I think. Would you, or do you just would you just save that money and go Livingston? I'm just trying to save money because because okay. I, I like spending up at small okay. forward. Yeah, if he's not again, if he's not starting, I wouldn't touch him because I don't know if right. sure he's going to play. Uh, shooting guard, you could go down to Danny Green at four. Mono's a little risky at three, uh, and then the Bradley Bradley combo if you got the money uh, looks like a good move. And we're not really feeling Clay yet, even though I wouldn't be surprised if Clay goes off. I'm I'm liking the Avery uh, Green combo, but. Greens burn me every time I use them, so I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going Avery Marcus Smart combo. Okay, okay, it's not bad. Yeah, um, any of those guys is fine. Um, I think Avery Bradley's the strongest of the group. Um, I think I want to spend on Durant. Uh, I don't know. I love that guy. Uh, You're convincing me, so 
I just, I mean, I just, I'm just scared about Kawhi. For him to sit I, out that game, and yeah. I mean, could you imagine if they lost game six and lost game seven somehow? I mean, the, I the Rockets did beat him in game one, so they didn't rest him for nothing, you know? Yeah, sure. So, and talk about practice. I don't care. I don't care about him going <laughs> through practice. Um, Draymond, lock him in. Um, then Marquise, if you have to go down, the Marquise, if you have to go up. Can't really touch Lee. Can't really touch anybody on the Celtics. That's kind of it. I mean, really no. Yeah, you can't touch David West. Yeah. You're looking at 12, 13 minutes. Yeah. Um, and center, whatever's left over. Um, I mean, actually, Horford's been killer. Horford's been a beast, man. Yeah. So I'm saying, would you spend up for him then? I didn't. I couldn't find any situation where I had enough money to spend. Yeah, up for him. same. I, I, I keep trying, but I just can't find enough money. Yeah, if you if you want to fade Durant and go with like Simmons and somebody else cheap, then I guess it's probably which is fine. Because honestly, I, mean, I, was man, able to with, I was able to with one Livingston lineup, but I had to yeah. put. I had to go with Simmons, and then I had to go really cheap at shooting guard. I think a viable plan is fade that Sunday game, man. For me, I like I said, I think they're gonna smoke them. But I think they're going to smoke them like 135 to 105. I think they're going to score a bunch, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. But, Spurs uh, always surprised them, man. I thought they were going to get blown out of game six, and they <laughs> I never, the I never thought they were going to get blown out. I mean, DeJounte, I was I was big on DeJounte and Simmons, man. Yeah. Simmons just stepped up hard. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess... Real quick, while we're talking about Murray, just... When does he start a point guard, man? Next year. Talk, you think so, next year? Yeah, Parker's not going to be ready. Yeah, Parker will be 35, too. Yeah, and they love, they love Mills off the bench, so. Yeah. Unless they get well, crazy, which actually brings me to it. Our next, anything you want to add? No, that's it. I was going to segue. That brings us to uh, someone who opted out of their contract the other day, uh, and that's Kyle Lowry. I just want to talk about this really fast. I see this. There seems to be a sense of... Like, Lowry wouldn't fit on the Sixers, and I don't get that. Like, I just feel like that people are not watching the Sixers and not watching Lowry. I don't know. What do you, where do you, where do you think Lowry would Why do they think he wouldn't fit on the Sixers? I feel like he'd be the perfect fit. Yeah, that's what I think. I he's, wrote, he's basically what... what I mean, he, they basically put him in the Jared Bayless role, but obviously a lot more, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, needed, they needed a shooter, a point guard, so they got it. They needed yeah. the ball hander, they got it. He's, he's a complete point guard. I yeah, yeah. I ran a season. He's a top five player. He just usually faces in the postseason, which yeah. is a kind of a knock on him. I ran a poll and asked, "Do you think Kyle Lowry would be a good fit in Philly?" Fourteen percent said no way, <laughs> which I don't <laughs> even get. Twenty-three uh, percent probably not. Thirty-five percent probably, and twenty-eight percent absolutely. So you and I put put wow. us down for absolutely, right? Can you imagine a lineup with Lowry, Covington, Simmons, Dario, and Embiid? Delicious. Don't forget, oh man. God, man. And like the whole, if you want to chase ring, it's either like okay, if you want to chase ring, San Antonio is the clear, the clear favorite. Don't forget, man. In Embiid's last ten games, he was a plus fifteen point one net rating. That's like better than the Warriors. So <laughs> he he was. They were really hot, man. We were loving it. We were talking about Simmons coming back. This team and had you such know, a lot you know of what else too. We're not even factoring in the two top five picks they might be getting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Top, so. Potentially top four, worst right, best right. case for them, and then also um, one other facet I thought was interesting: Kyle Lowry is ninety six point one percentile on spot up plays. He's I think only 39th in time of possession in the basketball, or something in the thirties. 
when he's like first or second in minutes. He's way up there in minutes. And also one other thing is the 76ers are second in spot-up plays run behind the Nets. And they're .03 points possession away from dead last in efficiency. So they run it the most, and they suck the most at running it. Or near two, <laughs> near on both counts. So I just, yeah, I think Lowry would be great. He's a hometown kid. Uh, he's going to start declining. So I think it makes a, a great case. And he doesn't, like, oh, LeBeau Simmons. Come on, man. He's, Simmons isn't going to have the ball in his hands the entire time. And Lowry's a good yeah. defender, too. So I think it's a perfect, perfect fit. I would love to see that, too, man. Sixers would be league pass specialty, man. And don't forget, like, like you mentioned the Spurs, too. That'd be that'd yeah. be a ton of fun, too. Yeah. Man. That would be great there. Uh, right. Okay, so one other thing. Anything you want to add there? Nope, I'm ready. Okay, so just lastly on uh, the combine, what did you did you see anybody? I'll, I'll just start first. Um, I didn't really interpret to be honest what I saw yet, um, but I watched a lot. I thought I, I thought it was cool, and I wasn't impressed with De'Aaron Fox. Not just like how he plays and stuff, but I love how that kid answered questions, man. You could just I love how he described playing and described breaking down plays. And you can just tell he's really sharp, and I, I love that. Um, he's really fast. Got the NBA size, 6'4", six, 6'7", six, wingspan. Um, so I think he's he's one guy that I'm kind of becoming a fan of. I mean, another guy I'm a huge fan of. He didn't participate in the combine. He's, I think he's still in France. Yeah. I, I, you, you taught me how to say his name, so I, I thank you for that. Yeah. Frank, I'm going to attempt it. Frank Nilakina. Yep. Yeah. Six foot six foot five point guard with basically Kawhi Leonard wingspan. <laughs> Yeah, gonna be an absolute monster. And I got, I got his. He played in a U18 tournament for France. Let me see if I have his numbers pulled up. No, I don't. But he averaged three points, two steals, and one point eight blocks in that tournament, man. Fantasy gold. Yeah. So yeah, he would come over. Uh, he sounds like uh, they had him for show. Uh, Fran Fraschoa said that he'll go like tenth or something to the Kings, if if he uh, if the Kings fall. Yeah. In the Mavericks, I saw that wrote an article today. They said they're not letting him slide past nine. Yeah, I saw that too. Really yeah, they need a point guard. There's just going to be so many point guards going in, this, in the first round. There'll be there'll be six or seven in the top ten, it sounds like. I think so, yeah. It's pretty much Tatum and Jackson and then mostly point guards after that. Yep. Isaac. Cool deal. Uh, so there's one more guy One more guy we got to mention. They call him the next Gobert. I don't buy it yet just because he's like, he looks super raw. But yeah. uh, what's his name? Jonathan Jean, seven foot two. A seven foot six wingspan. You know you love your wingspan, guys. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun too. So, what's your favorite? What's your favorite stat? You have, oh, and um, Hamadou Diallo dropped a four 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 forty four point uh, five vert. Love that. And he has a six eleven wingspan, six five. Dude looks like a B. He's gonna rise, man. That's three inches uh, higher than Zach Levine's. Jeez. Yeah, he beat uh, <laughs> Kay Felder at forty two last year. That was the high. Good grief, man. Yeah, he's a freak, man. He's gonna someone's gonna get that guy. Just because I, you just like after the lottery, man, you just shoot for upside. Here's a good prediction. I think Nets take him, man. I think I think that's a good pick. That'd be um they need a point guard. Nets are looking for that high upside oh, mystery, yeah. man. That's why it took Levert. Yep. Exactly. So yeah, twenty two. twenty he probably won't even make it that far, man. Man, if me and you were GMs, we'd we'd be looking for strictly upside in the draft. Yeah. Man. That's how I think your, people are thinking now, man. Yeah, get your role players through free agency. Like, yeah, you know exactly. Take chances at the draft. Yeah, I don't like not too many chances, 
But there's a reason why these teams trade for those 22, 23 picks, you know, or the picks in the 20s, I mean. Right. So. Cool, man. That was fun. Lots of, lots to talk about. Uh, we did a, I don't know if you have it handy, Steve and I did basically like our first round rankings in the last pod. And I think you're, nice. I had a, I think you're going to be, a, oh, do you have Giannis one? Or do you have Cat one? I have Giannis. I have Giannis and Cat alternating between one and two. Yeah. I have Cat firm one, man. But I have, not, I, I have nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. He's yeah. the most consistent fantasy player. And one thing that I realized as we were going through was uh, center's kind of thin. Like, I was trying to figure out what centers I wanted to get as the draft was going on, and I couldn't really find a spot where I felt comfortable taking one. So I think that's another point cat. Yeah, there's probably maybe, what, four or five elite centers in the yeah. top 30? Yeah, and uh, he, uh, Steve didn't put Giannis. He think he had Giannis four. Uh, Giannis is just too much fun, man. I, the yeah. only reason I have Giannis at number one is just because he's, he's too much fun. Like, I just like having him on my yeah, team. Yeah, fun to own, man. That's, uh, that's, Steve, <laughs> yeah. that's Steve's thing. But yeah, yeah. He's, he's so and so is Cat too. And so is Westbrook right. and so is Harden. But I mean, if I was playing for my life, I'd probably go t- Towns one, yeah. and Giannis two. Yeah, that's what I'd, I'm probably like I was saying. I kind of got switched because I I got Harden late, like uh, at like right around when the D'Antoni thing really was like okay, we're gonna push because I had Harden yeah. in that group of like I think I had him like two or three, and then I pushed him over the top. I, I'm honestly I'd be really surprised if I switch off a of Cat. Is because he was kind of bad earlier in the season, right? And yeah, the Levine thing kind of helped him out a little bit, but Levine's going to be out for a little bit too. So, yeah, right. Cat is still Harden though. Uh, I I still think Cat, man. Mm. Just because he's so young, he's so good, man. I don't really, I don't know. He's just incredible. Well, actually, now that I said that, I just uh, looked at my feedly feed. It says Harden's going to rest more next year. I didn't read yeah. that yet. Yeah. He's definitely huh. going to rest more next year. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, man. They learn their lesson. And teams are going to... Re- you want your guys to be young. Right. So, And Kat hasn't missed a game yet. Where do you have Jokic real fast before I let you go? Uh, last I checked, he was number seven. I have my notebook down yep. here. I had him at eight last, at the end. Yeah, I had him number seven. Nice. Wow. So you, you have him over Kawhi? You have him over... I had Kawhi number eight. I mean, if, okay, if Kawhi yeah. played at any other team other than the Spurs, he'd be yeah. top three easily. Yeah. Just you can't really rely on the last two weeks just because they don't need to. They're already they're already locked into the number two. Season yeah, yeah. He's so good though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll have plenty of that in the coming episodes. Man, season's gonna be over soon, man. At what at most we have game seven plus so twenty two games at most left to go. Yep, and there won't be it's like draft prep, draft yeah, prep, prep too. Yeah, like I said, man, it's gonna be a four four game sweep for for the Warriors. And then next Wednesday for a pod, we can talk about the draft lottery, which is Tuesday night. Yes, yes. Can't wait, man. So many implications there. Lakers could Lakers could lose their pick for this year and 2019. I'm more excited for that than pretty much anything. I don't even more Joel, than game Joel Embiid hosting for the 76ers. What could go wrong? Of course. <laughs> Michael Finley's going to be there. A lot of cats, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So, good stuff. Got some WNBA talk in here. A little combine. A little little bit of everything, man. Uh, (laughs) Everything for the family. So, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy game one. And enjoy game seven, baby. Game seven. Thanks for coming on, Jonas. All right. Thanks, man. (laughs) 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.